Welcome to the RV Navigator Podcast, your RV lifestyle digital home. Visit the RV Navigator homepage at rvnavigator.com. And now, here are your hosts, Ken and Martha, podcasting from their mobile RV studio that might be parked in a campground near you. Hello, I'm Ken, the RV Navigator. And Martha, the co-pilot. And we are here this evening with two special guests. Uh, we have met them recently. They have uh, an interesting RV lifestyle, when one which I think you'll be interested in hearing about, because they are a fairly young, full-time RVers. And I believe you're in your 40s. That's right. Was that okay if we say that? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've, they've followed a dream which many people have, and that's to uh, get rid of all the ties that they had at home and buy the full-timing RV and head off on the road and, and not really know what's coming down the road in the future. And this is a very interesting lifestyle and one in which I, which I hope that uh, you'll consider uh, doing yourselves as you, as you travel down the road. They also have a very good website, which... Uh, promotes this lifestyle. Howard, tell us what the, the web address is first. It is www.rv-dreams.com. And that's dreams, dreams with an S. Dreams with an S, yes. And, and don't uh, forget the hyphen. Yeah, exactly. Howard has done a terrific job and has over 90 pages of... Probably in that range now, yes. And boy, when you go to the website and you click on all the buttons, you see that he has just laid out everything that they have done. So if you're interested in doing the full-time lifestyle, whether you're young or old, uh, this is the website to visit. This is Howard and Linda, and they are uh, the webmasters for the website and living the dream. We'll start off by asking them, um, what motivated you to get started in RVing? Well, we had never RVed before, but Linda and I were working in our high-paying, high-stress corporate jobs, and uh, we finally just determined that that wasn't the life we wanted. We felt that we connected better when we were out in nature and when we were traveling. After about one month of solid research, we decided to chuck it all. Only a month? It was a month of solid research, and we sold the house, the cars, gave six months' notice at work. We were on the road. So that seems like a very short time. You had no hesitation about doing this. My only concern was we were in our early, are in our early 40s, and we've been doing this about a year and a half now, and my only concern was whether or not we had enough money saved to last as long as we wanted to do this, which is indefinite, or whether we could earn enough money on the road to support the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Most of the research that I did in that month's time was figuring that out. We determined that by simplifying our lives, we can cut our we cut our expenses down to about a fourth of what we were living on before, and we know that we can generate income on the road to maintain this lifestyle for as long as we want. You have no intention of going back to the real we have world. No <laughs> plans for another stick house, as they call it. Uh-huh. And. Uh, but you know, we have our home on wheels, and we're like turtles. We carry it with us. And so, how does uh, w- what's your your days and months and years like as you as you're traveling down the road? What do you what do you do? We, as I said, love to be out in nature. So mm-hmm. we we tend to look for campgrounds with natural settings. We don't do the RV parks mm-hmm. that often. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we love to get out and hike, and we we now have two boats with us. We boats. Have, we have an inflatable kayak, a two-person uh, kayak canoe, and we also have an inflatable pontoon boat that we carry along. It's got a little electric motor, 
and it's a nice little fishing boat. So we, we love to do rivers and lakes and, and get out on the water and, and be quiet and watch wildlife and bird. and We just love the outdoors. And, so and this allows you to, to have as much time outdoors as you want to. Absolutely. Wow. You know, Absolutely. What, a, what a great way to live your dream. Now, yeah. I know that Linda must have a different perspective on this. Were you 100 uh, percent part of this, this program? I was the one that came up with oh, the idea. She was the one who came up with the idea. Okay, so so um, basically, it was after a trip to Alaska, uh-huh. and we camping. It was a backcountry uh-huh. uh, where we stayed in cabins, but not in an RV. Not in an RV. We had never RV'd before in our lives. We had tent camped, uh-huh. but we had never RV'd before. This must have been really big step to go from a house into 300 square feet. Well, I kind of sum it up as a love story Mm -hmm. because basically what we found in Alaska was each other again. And we find that we connect to each other when we're in nature. When we came back, we both were in depression. I mean, we just, we lost our connection again after we came back from Alaska. And work got to be so much that I just, we just started talking. I said, why do we have to have these high-paying jobs? What is it? And the rat race. Yeah. You know, why do we have to do this? Why can't we do something that we love? And when we really looked at it, it was our lifestyle mm-hmm. that we were choosing to live that caused us to have to keep these high-paying, stressful jobs and be in the rat race. When we got to looking at it, we said, well, if we got rid of this lifestyle, then we could go get any kind of job we wanted. We uh, decided that it was our home and the country clubs and the cars and all of that, if we got rid of that, then we could do just about anything we wanted to do. In terms of traveling outdoors. In terms of traveling. So when I said, okay, if I get rid of the house, then what do I do? <laughs> right. So that's when an RV popped into my head. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's when the whole concept came about. So some of our listeners might be saying, well, I'd like to do that, but I'm not going to make that kind of a decision in a month. And, 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 and where do I start if I'm going to think about making a such a radical change in my life where do I start I think really it was we were at a point where we knew we had to do something we were both so miserable in our lives that we knew something had to be done and I think it was we were just ready for it I think I think you'll know when you're ready for Mm -hmm. it it just kind of happens and things all of a sudden start falling into place where do I start doing the research I mean how do I make this decision sensibly obviously I can't just sell my house. I have, you know, there's there's things that I have to do as a preliminary. So how did this happen? I spent hours and hours researching uh-huh. on the internet, and one of the big issues was cost. What does it actually cost? Yes, I would to think that would be road? what many people would be considering. And that is one of the reasons we started our website was to put that information out there and put real dollars to it. And on our website, we have compiled. It, it's more of a a website for wannabe full-timers who are really interested in doing ah, the research. So the website is not really for current RVers or people who have already made that decision. It's for people who are wanting to. Who are oh, wanting that's a, to. That's a great and it's, idea. it's people that are just exploring the possibility. Mm-hmm. Many people who have already made the decision that they want to do it, they just need to find out how to go about it. So essentially, you're sharing your research. That's, Boy, that's nice what we've you. done. You we, charge for this? <laughs> There's no charge. Wow. No charge. Wow. And uh, we just took all the information that I gathered in that month's time, which is a lot. Uh, I'm a former attorney. I know how to research. Mm-hmm. And we we just put all of it together in one place to make it easier Boy, for a terrific. wannabe full-timer to get started. What a service for the for people who are considering doing this. So what was the, the hardest part was the money then how did you reconcile that? That was the tough thing in our searching we couldn't find anywhere 
on the web yeah. that gave good, consistent information about yes, how much it, so. it costs. And books? We used books, but many of those were outdated, or they the, gave the RV l- books that large are for sale ranges. About full-timing don't many of them will say they will give either large ranges for how much it costs, uh, from you know two thousand dollars a month to seven thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. and many of them simply say you basically will spend as much <laughs> in the RV life as you do in uh-huh. a stick house. Uh-huh. Well, that was, and that's kind of a problem if you're not having any income. And that's the case, right? That's I agree with that statement that uh, if your income is the same, you're going to well, spend you, well, the same. Well, yeah, but that's but most people in our case, actually, yeah, <laughs> and others. Uh, when the and end, most people, I would think, right? Whether you're your age or whether you're coming up to a much more typical retirement age, that's going to be the big issue. It's how can I maintain a reasonable lifestyle and have the freedom that, uh, exactly. that you mentioned. So. Exactly. We put together on our website actually what we call a thrifty budget, a it's moderate budget, budget uh-huh. um, and a money-is-no-object budget. Oh so, you, oh, so you've done the work for us. Yes. And then we, we put together our own actual budget, and we keep track of every... Which, where do you, which category do you fall in? We fall in the moderate category. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If I moved okay. uh, into a thrifty lifestyle, how would I be? what kind of lifestyle would I have? If you're in the thrifty lifestyle, chances are you're going to be doing various jobs, uh, what we've been coined as work camping uh-huh. on the road, either in a volunteer position or in a position where you actually earn money in addition to a free campsite. And it will be – you have the option to, to earn funds. You may not get to travel as much as you would move like. Move around, you mean. Right, to move around. I guess this isn't really traveling, is it? This is, this is because you're living in your house – when you're parked, you're at home. So as a as a budget, thrifty, you'd be you'd have to work on the road, right? As a or camper. search. There are those that will find free camping spots. Mm-hmm. They may stay at Walmart's or they may stay on Bureau of Land Management properties, mm-hmm. uh, and find ways to not have to pay campground fees. Mm-hmm. That's not the type of lifestyle that we choose, but mm-hmm. there are a lot out there that do. That is an option. Then that is an option in addition to or in place of work camping for your site. And your basic budget uh, for the year or the month for that type of uh, For the thrifty? Yeah. It can be as low as $1,000 for a single or around $1,800 for a couple. Okay. It's and that would quite be, tight. And you're, and you're considering that to be all-inclusive, though. That includes insurance and obviously food and, and uh, gas and that sort of stuff. Yes. I mean, you, this is not just... Picking stuff off the top and saying these are the things we're, we're Correct. considering. When we it's, when we do our complete lifestyle. when we do our analysis mm-hmm. uh, on our website to set the budget, we basically took all of the expenses that we had in a home uh-huh. and figured out uh-huh. what expenses uh-huh. on the road replaced the, those. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a terrific and idea. And put numbers uh-huh. to those uh-huh. line items. Okay. The one thing our our thrifty and our moderate budget does not include is RV payments. And that would be so variable depending on what you bought. It would be quite variable, but we are just an advocate of being debt-free if at all possible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, if you sell your house. And that's that's a question a lot of people have. Well, if if we sell our house, I'm basically... Giving up an appreciating asset yes, or a depreciating yes, asset. Yes. It's part I considered of the, that, yes. It's part of the price uh-huh. that yeah. we pay for the freedom and flexibility yes, yes. that we have in our life and the simplicity. And you bought a new rig and a new truck, your fifth wheelers. So we you did. Bought, we bought new. So that's not going to be an issue. And you bought them outright so that you're correct. not having to consider those payments. So that's something that somebody might want to 
adjust if they had uh, payments or something right. in there. We explained so, that. So the moderate lifestyle. The moderate budget that we have on runs about $33,000 a year. All your insurances. From Kentucky. <laughs> Out of Kentucky, right. That, that's our home-based state. A lot of people will use uh, other states to uh, cut back on income taxes and, and such. But we find Kentucky, uh, even though it does have an income tax, that the insurance rates for us offset those uh, mm -hmm. taxes. A moderate budget, we feel we can live on somewhere between 2500 and $3,000 a month and live a pretty comfortable lifestyle. Including such extras as I play a lot of golf. Uh, yeah, uh, that's so. Golf is included in that. Golf is included. Internet's included. Internet is included in that. We do have a satellite internet, uh -huh. and that also includes satellite TV. I'm going out to dinner once in a while. So I mean, it's not a. It's thrifty, but it's not uh, Spartan. Our our moderate budget is right. It's not Spartan. It's not a. It's not really a struggle. Uh -huh. It's a well, lot different than what we were used to. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And that part makes it a little tough. But uh, it is a what I feel is a reasonable lifestyle. We, we budget $25 a night for campsites. Mm -hmm. So basically on a 30-day 30, 30 month, $750 a month mm -hmm. for, for campsites. So it our budget includes that. Sure. So we could lower it by work camping. Sure. Oh, there are all sorts of ways that you could lower right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. so kind of live halfway between the two budgets. Right. So you're not working them. The budgets that we have on our website mm -hmm. consider working. The moderate budget does uh, not consider okay. free campsites. Okay, so so basically the the budget work, uh, the thrifty budget, makes the assumption that the poop, that the people are going to be staying for a long time at a campground so that they can do work camping. Yours assumes, or the moderate budget assumes that you can be you'll be moving around, and that you're not really dependent on some jobs that would be at the campground. Correct. Okay, so let's take a look at the... Money is no object. No, money is no object. <laughs> <laughs> that budget is... That's the one we all want to be in. Yes, yeah, of course. <laughs> that one is actually pretty extreme on our website. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have almost $100,000 a year in that budget, uh -huh. and that's for big, huge RV payments. These are for, This oh. is for people who have really a fixed off. level of mm -hmm. income, mm -hmm. And they can afford to do just about anything. Yeah. That includes big budgets for dining out. Mm -hmm. um, there are some people that just will not cook in their RV. They go out every night. So it, it's a really extreme budget. Uh, uh -huh. the, the money is no object. We have we've run into a lot of people that would not go on the road at less than five thousand dollars a month. Uh -huh. And we're saying it can be done pretty easily for half that. I have that. And if you're thrifty, you can even do it. And for, for less even less. Yes. Well, that's very impressive. So let's change the topic here a little bit. And okay. you've been doing this a year and a half. Yes. And what are some of the surprises, things, you, advice you give to people in retrospect? I'll take this one. Okay. <laughs> At least I'll start with this one. Um, the things that, that I didn't expect were the emotional things that I went through. Uh -huh. And what I mean by that is um, getting rid of my belongings. Really? was extremely difficult mm -hmm. um, in the fact that at the time that you're getting rid of all your belongings, there's a whole lot of other things that you're having to let go of yes. as well. And it all kind of wells up in you all at once. Mm -hmm. And I pretty much uh, call it grief because there's so much loss all at one time. Loss of community, loss of friends and family. Yes, because you're away. Loss mm -hmm. of your belongings. Mm -hmm. Probably won't see again. So it's all of these things 
that happen all at once that mm -hmm. cause you to go into some very emotional detachment types things that you have to go through. You didn't consider taking a half a step and putting some of it in storage? We we just decided. I mean, we we wholeheartedly felt like we knew this was the right thing uh -huh, to do for uh -huh. us. From the get go, we thought we would never go back to a home. You know, are we crazy? Yeah, Maybe, well. but that's just the way we saw ourselves. We we just envisioned ourselves loving this lifestyle that we wouldn't want to go back. Mm -hmm. So we didn't put things in storage. The things that we saved were our tax papers. Yeah. You know, um, photo Important albums. Important documents. Sure things like that that we have at mm -hmm. my sister's home, but I did not save any furniture, dishes, Shotskis. or any of that kind of stuff. You know, I just didn't save it. So the thing that was most unexpected for me was how emotional it was when everything was lost. And how have you dealt with that? It was hard going through it, but as soon as we hit the road, all the grief was the gone. The excitement took over? It was totally gone once we got really? on the road. But the hard part was the time in between of making the decision mm -hmm. and then finally leaving. And we, we were six months. That's in what took you to sell your house? Because and the we had to sell the house and you know our jobs had to end yeah. and all that. So for six months, we're going through this every day going, are we crazy? What are we doing? <laughs> well, and I would think people would kind of look at you. Well, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's going, you're crazy. You're giving up this kind of lifestyle, yeah. you know. But how do you answer them? We may be. Well, or <laughs> but it's we're my happy. life and I'm going to yeah. live it? I don't know. How do, you, I, how do you answer them? You know, we just said this, we think this is what we want. You know, thought it was a midlife crisis and it may Maybe. be a midlife yeah. crisis, but we sure are having a great time at it. So I guess that's probably what I thought think is the hardest thing or one of the most shocking things about the lifestyle, but now I don't re I don't miss anything. The small size of the RV doesn't bother you. Doesn't bother me. The shower. No, Having none enough of water, hot water, a nice the kitchen. On, the only thing that I don't care for is the traveling. The actual days <laughs> on the road. <laughs> and people look at me like you just oh. did. Um, oh, we hate the. It's the part of here. moving my home. Yeah. It, that's the part I don't like. It's mm -hmm. um, I'd rather just get me to my spot, set me up, and I'm happy. It's the moving around part. So you're not planning on doing a lot of traveling? Oh, yeah, we do. Oh. <laughs> How many miles do you have on your truck? We try to put no more than 1,000 miles a month on our pickup truck. We have a pickup and a fifth uh -huh. wheel. And about half of that is when the RV is parked. Uh, and we're just sure. exploring the area. I would think at least half that. So we try to only go 100 to 200 miles at a time, and we like to stay at least four days. Our ideal time spent is about two weeks mm -hmm. in, in a particular area. So we, we move very, very slowly, mm -hmm. and we find some great out-of-the-way places away from the tourist traps, and, and that's it's just a, that's our what style. what this lifestyle should be about, I would think. Right. I mean, this is exactly what you've been dreaming about. What What are some of the caveats that you give people the biggest thing to me was early on we found we had a few problems with the rv oh really and after being out on the road for just a couple of months we talked to a lot of full timers and then they all started laughing uh -huh. at us uh -huh. and no matter <laughs> what their rvs cost they yes. all say you're going to have problems well you they're do it gonna, too they're going to continue to happen we all make time to go to a dealership yep. or a repair shop, and we get the things fixed, and we move on, and it's all part of life. 
So I had early frustrations about spending all this money for an RV. Yeah, and you spend a lot of money, and you expect it to be in you expect perfect it to condition. work. Yeah. And then people will say, "Well, you know, you're you're hauling your home down the road at 60 miles an hour, yeah. and kind of putting it through a little mini earthquake mm-hmm. every time you move it." Yeah. And we all have issues. It just doesn't matter how much you spend on your RV. Everybody's got issues. Everybody has to fix them. But as full timers, we don't stress out about it mm-hmm. because we have time to. Take it to a shop about it, yeah. and get it fixed. Yeah, and yeah. it's just part of the lifestyle, and we move on. And have you had what you consider to be an abnormal number of problems, or is it just no, no? no. So you yeah. just were not expecting this, then? We just we just were not expecting it, right? Being so new to RVing, yes, yeah. we we did not expect. And did, were they costly? Uh, was that part of your everything budget? was under warranty? Under, under yes. Warranty, so that was yes, and we have. I'm not mechanical, mm-hmm. and I know there are a lot of RVers that do everything themselves and yeah. do all their repairs. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. I won't take the chance. So we have every type of service agreement, roadside <laughs> assistance, tire policy, everything that we can have. Uh-huh. We have. We also have a. Yeah, but a, that and that's included in the budget. Yes, mm-hmm. that, that's all taken care of in the budget, mm-hmm. and uh, we have a um, we have a pressure tire pressure monitoring system mm-hmm. which. Early on the road, we heard so many stories about blowouts on RVs and trailers. Quickly got a um, tire pressure monitoring mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. and that gives us a lot of peace of mind. It's mm-hmm. not a cheap thing, but it is one of the best investments. And we should mention that had. it's required on 2008 cars. We were going to do a, a website, just like almost everybody that goes on the road, to journal our activities, uh-huh. post pictures for uh-huh. our friends and family to see. And the more I researched doing the website, I was doing it in conjunction with this need to secure funds to live on the road, and I determined that there was a way with your website, if you could attract enough traffic, you could actually earn income with the website. So working on the road. Sort of, yeah. yes. Uh, so Explaining your dream. Explaining cool the dream, and, and the more I... Hence the name RV Dreams, right? RV, yeah. RV-dreams.com, okay. and we put it together... And we, since I had all this research, I just put it all out there, plugged in some, some advertising, and initially it started out as a way to generate some, some income for us, uh-huh. for our lifestyle. Had you done websites before? I've never done a website before. <laughs> Ever. Another new, another new project. Right. Right. And you're doing it from your RV, I assume. Yes. 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 Wow. Doing it all from the RV. As we went on, we started journaling about our experiences as a brand new RVer. In our uh-huh, early 40s, uh-huh. starting the whole process, and we started doing a journal in, in conjunction with I our see. RV. Uh-huh. People started finding us. It just took on a life of its own. Really? And when we actually went on the road, August 3rd, 2005, we started doing the journal daily. Yes. Now we have a readership of about 700 people a day. We have developed a campground review page we put up linda's recipes because people wanted them (laughs) we have the daily journal we have a forum other full-timers are participating in we have over 300 members in our our forum and Mm -hmm. lots of people considering full-timing are using that forum as a resource Mm -hmm. now it's just become a labor of love for us so what started out to make money has turned out to be something that just gives us a lot of joy. We get emails all the time about how we have inspired and influenced others uh-huh. to take oh, a look yeah. look at lifestyles, and it's just so fulfilling. Uh-huh. So you have advertising, but for me to go to your website, it's free. Absolutely. If you're in the forum, it's free. Yes. For the information that 
that's there, that's all free, too. That's correct. And so, Linda, how do you participate in the website? I take care of him. And her recipes. <laughs> oh, her recipes. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a recipes pages. People have asked for my recipes as Howard describes them in the journal. They'll mm-hmm. email and say, oh, we want the recipes. So we started. Do you have any good ones for a potluck? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also um, <laughs> learned how to do beaded jewelry as we got on the road. And so now I have um, my own pages on there to sell my beaded jewelry. Oh. We also have little hummingbird feeders that stick onto the windows with suction cups. So they're great for RVers. Uh-huh. So we sell those uh-huh. on the website. So we've got all these little things we're doing just to try to mm-hmm. earn extra mm-hmm. money. So by buying these things, I'm actually helping you out. Exactly. Helping you. Helping the lifestyle. budget. Yes. Helping the lifestyle continue is basically what you're doing. Then I help return emails because some of the questions are uh-huh. specifically mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And I also answer questions on the forum. I also give him inspiration and ideas of uh-huh. things to do on the website, such as it was my idea to do the family map or the the mapping of all of the community members that uh-huh. we have. I helped get him to get the forum started. <laughs> and do you do some of the forums yourself? Uh, yeah, I put in topics. Because there's one that's called Linda. Around the Campfire with Linda. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I kept getting, everybody kept wanting to hear from me. The thing of it is. is a- actually, I, I want to say, your website is so extensive that you can't just sit down and go through it all in one, one sitting. <laughs> I mean, it is, right, it's right. very impressive for being right. only around, I assume, for a year or so. That right. uh, you've been able to create all this content and that you're sharing it with your fellow travelers right. uh, for free. I mean, this is a, a terrific service. So, you know, uh, if if you're interested in going there, listeners, uh, plan to spend some time because <laughs> it's very interesting. So we'll try to give you some of the highlights so of the website. Around the Campfire with Linda was you know. <laughs> designed because, uh, again, a lot of our readers are people who are um, learning about the lifestyle. They don't necessarily know anything about the lifestyle, uh-huh. but they're curious about it. So that's it. the place to start? A lot of the women uh-huh. want to ask me specific questions. Oh, so they have different questions, questions than their husbands? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. really? Oh. Yes. Uh, you know, women want to know, can they take a shower really? for 15 minutes? Uh-huh. And Things that us RVers who just take for exactly. granted. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, what I, kind know, of I clothes? Ne- I would never think to ask to tell anybody that, you know, who was asking me about RVing because it just is yeah, so it's, obvious. Yeah, it's, it's not an but, issue. But uh, I can see now. But yeah, to someone yeah. who's never RV'd before, yeah, that like is else? an issue. Yeah. Um, what clothes do clothes. I have? Uh. <laughs> what What do I have in my kitchen? You know. And how is you know how is cooking in the RV kitchen different than home? It must be there must be some compromises that you have to make. Uh, the only thing that's different is size. Yeah, well. And to me, sometimes I bake. like it better. You yeah, make I can bake. I, I'm a baker. I you am are. a baker. Oh yeah. And the RV works okay. And I have no problems baking. And you're. In my oven. I have so you have a mix master? I have a hand mixer, just okay. a little portable hand mixer, yeah. Do you have a, I mean, a Cousinart? Mm-mm. No, I don't have that. But you had one at home. I had, yeah, I had a food processor at home, you yeah. You don't miss that? Nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what else would you have? The crock pot's my Is best friend. Is the refrigerator friend. big enough? My refrigerator, I would highly recommend if you're going to full-time to have at least 12 cubic feet. I would recommend that, too. Um, that we and that's what six. we have. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and so that's one of the things you look for in a full-timing yeah. RV is, is at least a 12 cubic foot refrigerator. And that's probably a two-door or four-door, yes. really. You can get them in two doors. Ours is two doors. And then 
pantry. I have a wonderful pantry. Uh-huh. That's one of the things I would look for in a full-timing RV is a big pantry. Uh-huh. Um, so you carry all the spices and stuff? That I have always everything I need. I just have them in smaller quantities now. I don't think most people would understand that. I think they would think you'd have to make compromises right. when you hit the road. I brought all my pots and pans that I had from all my All your home. pots and pans, too? Yep. Uh, the only things that I didn't bring that I had in my home are like my serving pieces. I no longer have beautiful mm. serving mm. dishes, oh, yeah. um, china. you know, china and Silver. nice bowls and all that kind of stuff. You yeah. know, I have Tupperware and plastic plates and bowls and things like that. I don't have wonderful dishes like I had in my stick home, you know. Now, how do you handle um, guests or uh, isn't it kind of isolating to be RVing like this, I mean, you don't you, you don't have time to make friends, and you don't your old friends don't. Basically, I think we have more <laughs> than we ever did, um, because people that are RVing have time to be with you, with us, with each other. Uh, but you know? do you have deep friendships that that you really feel satisfied with? Oh yes. People that you can oh yes. talk heart to heart with. Oh yes. yes, yes. And you meet those in just about every campground you go to. Uh-huh. I mean, and they are people that you think about. Often, uh-huh. you know, we've met so many wonderful people that we still so stay in touch either. with. Don't miss that. And of course, with the technology and email, I mean, you're we're still so connected with mm-hmm. everybody. So, so that's an essential component. It is for to us, us too, and that that again is in a moderate budget. You know, yeah. on a thrifty budget, that may not be so workable. You know, you would have to cut out on something else in order to afford having to pay for internet or mm-hmm, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Although you could easily do it by going to um, libraries yes. and Wi-Fi, you know, free Wi-Fi places spots, and stuff. Right. So you just wouldn't have the accessibility that we have all day long, sure, sure. you know, that kind of thing. So uh, around the campfire with Linda is a neat uh, area for, you know, men go there too. But, you know, <laughs> it was geared for more girl talk, uh-huh. basically, uh-huh. is what that part of the forum was started for, was girl so talk. So you just share, honestly, you what what you've experienced mm-hmm. with people who have questions about what they exactly. are expecting to experience. Exactly. And debunking the myths, I suppose, or yeah. confirming what they're, they're yeah. So you have no real things that you miss. What did we say? Well, I mean, I, I think everybody would be right. shocked to hear you say that. Right. It used to be that I, I, u- I used to say two-ply toilet paper was one of the things I missed. <laughs> But we now won't get into that. I know, well, but now I've found that um, Scott toilet tissue, the one ply, is nice and thick, and so okay, I'm not okay. missing toilet paper anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask about toilet paper. I asked about what she missed. I thought I would. I thought I would miss having a car, and I don't miss that. I thought I would miss having an ice. You probably maker. had two cars. I, well, we each had a car. Yeah. My own vehicle is what I meant. Yeah, I thought yeah. I would oh, miss yeah. having right. my own vehicle. And, and I how is it living with somebody 24-7? I knew that would not be a problem for uh-huh. us. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I, that so you was... don't get in each other's way? That was not, a, that was D- not an issue. You don't need space to yourself, and he doesn't need space to himself, and time to get away? Sometimes we do, but he does his thing, and I do my thing when that's needed. He goes and plays golf, and I go beating, or... Mm-hmm. You know, so we do have our times mm-hmm. away from mm-hmm. each other, but most of the time we're together, and that's the way we prefer it. And so you better be careful about that as an RVer, because, I mean, we're we're in 325 square feet of space, and 
it can get tight, but I, we don't have a problem with that either. And it's that's nice that that's one of the things on our website that we that in the early pages uh -huh. of our website we caution about. In order to full time, you definitely have to be compatible with your tra traveling partner uh -huh. and take some serious reflection and some honest answers up front. Up front, we have heard of those who have not gone through that questioning process mm -hmm. and have made some serious. Or one mistakes. person makes the decision, and the other one follows along and finds out that it isn't. What they were told it was. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I can see that. So, other components to the website? Um, we have in the finance pages. We have our finance pages. Yeah, the, in addition to the abstract budgets, uh, as I said, we keep track of every single penny and we post everything that we spend categorized. So, our actual expenses, our actual budgets are there, including every single penny. And this is something we should mention is not to be found elsewhere. It's not found often, or if you find budgets out there or expenses, there are usually some exceptions holes. or in holes in them. Yeah. So this is real exact data, data yeah. for a, a moderate living uh -huh. on the uh -huh. road. We also have discussions on insurance. We we mm -hmm. talk about health insurance and RV insurance and and how to keep premiums low, and life insurance, and how much do you need, and various insurance options. Uh, we have a page set up strictly for the emotional aspects that Linda was talking about. We address that, and not too many other websites address that at all. Uh -huh. So, so uh, I think one of the things, another question that people are going to have is, you know, how do you take care of the bills and that sort of stuff? We are paying paying out the money that you take in, <laughs> or, or banking. All it. those, yeah, all the uh, the amounts that that we pay out, we do ninety five percent of our bill paying online. Uh -huh. um, usually set up. And is that safe? It's perfectly safe. It yeah, is. well, perfectly. That may be a strong word, but uh, it. Safe paying bills on the check. internet is 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 very safe and and secure. So you've had no problem problems with that. No no problems with that whatsoever. We do our our banking. A lot of people ask about banking, and we kind of fell into a situation. We have a little bit of money. We don't have you don't have to have a lot to have a relationship with with a, a broker, and we have a relationship with with Merrill Lynch, and they have a, a an account a, a checking account where we have a debit card. It's a national account. Uh, we can go to any, in any state and find a Merrill Lynch office if we need to. We haven't ever needed to. Um, they have a, the debit card works in any ATM across the country. They reimburse us ATM fees up to $200 a year automatically and immediately if we have to pay ATM fees at, at various places. We earn interest on the money that we have there. There are no fees for checks, for wires, for anything. It's just the most amazing account that we, mm -hmm. we kind of stumbled into and, uh -huh. and really like it. So there are ways then that you can collect money, deposit money, and pay out money where you don't have to have access to the bank, per se. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. And insurance and, and stuff doesn't require that you have a, a permanent address? Or it, do you have a permanent address? We do have a permanent address in Kentucky. Uh, we do use uh, a friend that actually handles our mail as well. Mm -hmm. Many, many full-timers use mail forwarding services, and they will set up um, addresses mm -hmm. in in various states. Usually they'll choose a state that does not have a state income tax. 
Uh, probably the most popular are Texas, South Dakota, and, and you Florida. don't even have to establish residency. We have an address here in Texas, but it's so. But we just we just have our address in in Kentucky. We have a really good friend that opens our mail, and oh, wow. we're very very comfortable with that. And she scans it and emails it to us. Uh-huh. So emails scan. Oh, well, yes. she does do some work. For so you. we get we get our mail, and there's very there really is very very little mail that comes through mm-hmm. uh, at all. So but she scans and emails. Anything that she thinks is mm-hmm. important, we print it out, and most of the time we don't need the original, so we'll just tell her to toss it. Mm-hmm. And if we do need the original, we'll just find a place and she'll send yeah. the package to us. You're currently doing what? We are in the middle of our first work camping experience. Uh-huh. We gave ourselves a little cushion to, to get on the road for probably three years but without working. Uh-huh. We love the outdoors and we just came across an opportunity in south texas to be tour guides at a national wildlife refuge for the winter so we we work three days a week at the santa Ana national wildlife refuge Mm -hmm. and we drive a a tour and we give interpretive tours on a tram we also are canoe guides Uh at the refuge you have experience to do this or this just and we're kind of self-taught naturalists Mm -hmm. and birders nothing formal Mm -hmm. at this point did a phone interview and so they just took you the key thing was yeah right over the phone was personality and passion yes for the outdoors and Uh for nature and for getting across a message Uh to the public and for your three days a week you get for three days a week we get a full hookup water electric sewer 50 amp electric and sewer hookup we also have get free propane, a local telephone service, free laundry. laundry? Yes. So, so that saves you a lot of money right there. That saves I mean, us a lot of money, right? We again, we it wasn't our intent to work camp this early, but this just it was in a warm climate, doing something we <laughs> no, loved. It's not in a warm climate. Well, it was supposed to be a warm climate. <laughs> We've had some for very bad weather here for the past two weeks. <laughs> it just fit with what we wanted to do and allows us to save money at the same time. And how long are you doing that for? We that's that's the thing we're not too sure about we are obligated for four and a half months from december 1st through april 15th on this Uh particular uh gig we love it we just don't know if that four and a half months is going to be too long or not Mm -hmm. that we'll evaluate it a little bit later but we are really enjoying what what we're doing so you're learning and doing new things as you go along the the path here too right and if you know it's it's things that we can add to our work camping resume if we need them down the road so what does the future hold where will you go after April 15th? We have no idea. That's what's great. We The lifestyle is flexible, and anytime we make plans more than a month in advance, they seem to change. Uh-huh. We try not to plan too far out. You don't have to plan these work camping experiences uh, a long time in advance? Sometimes you do. Uh-huh. Um, if, if you're doing a work camping experience, usually you'll have to commit to about a three-month period, but people hire all throughout the year. So there are always options available. We're not, it's not our intent to do more work camping the rest of this year. We don't know that. If we do any. So how do you, do people call you up and say, I I want you to work camp or or how do you find these things? Well, that's another page on our website. Okay. Very good. And would you like to uh, give the uh, URL again? (laughs) That's rv-dreams.com. And we should should mention that be very careful when you type it in. Because it is RV-Dreams. If you type in RV-Dream, you get a different website. If you type in RV-Dream or RV-Dreams, it's another website entirely. So be sure to look for the top banner 
that has RV Dreams on it because that's the way you'll know yes. that you're at the appropriate website. I'd hate to have somebody look mm-hmm. for it and be really excited about visiting your website and then go to one of the commercial websites because right. the other ones are very commercial. Yours right. just has a couple Thank of ads you. that are not, <laughs> not very intrusive. Right. That We try not to be intrusive with the ads. And, uh, but we do have a page called Earning a Living on the Road, and that gives a lot of information about finding positions on the road and, and different types of positions. Um, the main thing for us and for almost all full-timers is a subscription to something called Work Camper News. Uh-huh. Uh, they also have a, so a It's website. a magazine. It's a uh, bi-monthly magazine that actually comes out with positions uh-huh. uh, matching employers with RVers. And they also have a website, and they have a Work Camper Plus subscription where you can actually get a daily email of all new positions that are coming available. And that's actually how we found the position that we currently have. We get mm-hmm. a daily email mm-hmm. update of, of and jobs. And is it how many – is it thick or is it thin? Or is it, I mean, are there a lot, of, a lot of jobs available for this kind of thing? There are lots of jobs available. It's hundreds in the daily – there are hundreds of jobs hundreds. available. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So somebody who wanted to do this could probably find a work camper job in almost any part of the country they wanted to be in? Absolutely. And there are other sources beyond work camper, but a work camper is the, the primary trusted source for matching RVers with jobs, uh-huh. but there are many, and many it has others. Public and private? So if I wanted to be a naturalist at uh, Yellowstone National Park, that would be in there? They do have some ads for Yellowstone. Um, I don't mostly, specific. Right, mostly, mostly Yellowstone public deals with... ones as well as campgrounds that are looking for workers. Yes, yes. And the, the number of employers and the variety of employers are continually expanding. There are many other sources for those jobs. Sometimes it just takes asking if you think you see something that you would like to do at a particular uh-huh. campground, many times you can just ask those in charge if they need help and would they allow you to stay for free if you did a little work around there, whatever it might be, reservations, camp hosting. And some of them actually pay, I believe. Some do, some do. It's amazing how many volunteer positions that don't pay, how many of those are out there and are needed. Uh-huh. So there are plenty of opportunities for people to, if they just need that free campsite to get over the hump in their budget, mm-hmm. lots and lots of opportunities. So you could kind of move on the seasons from one to another. So, because this one is not available in the summer. That's correct. Because it's too hot in the summer. Too. Right. Well, this has been uh, very interesting, and I uh, very much appreciate you taking some time to spend with us. So as you can tell, we're enthusiastic well, about I, it. And we we, we love have it. been enthusiastic supporters since we uh, started reading your website, too. Are there any final words that you would like to uh, leave with our listeners? I just say dare to dream. Dare to dream. The motto of the website. It's something like that. I'll, I'll just add to that that the number one regret of all full-timers is, I wish I would have done it sooner. And you've done it sooner. Congratulations. So this is Ken, your RV navigator, and we're probably camped in a campground near you, so stop over and see us. We'll see you around soon. Bye now.